Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday, the 22nd of September, 2023. Here's the news. The gaming giant MGM Resorts shut down large parts of its systems last week following a ransomware attack, causing widespread disruption across its hotels and casinos. TechCrunch reports that many of MGM's casinos were out of action, and staff had to resort to using pen and paper in many of its hotels. The story was first reported by the malware repository VX Underground on the 13th of September. It claimed that the perpetrators were an associate of the ALF-V or Black Cat Ransomware as a Service group, identified as Scattered Spider. An admin for the group later confirmed this to Bleeping Computer. Scattered Spider is known for its social engineering attacks, such as impersonating help desk staff to trick users into supplying their credentials. In this case, all Scattered Spider had to do, said VX Underground, was hop on LinkedIn, find an employee, then call the help desk. A company valued at $33.9 billion was defeated by a 10-minute conversation. Ten days after detecting the attack, MGM Resorts, which operates 30 hotel and gaming venues around the world, including in Las Vegas, reported that it had managed to restore some functionality following the incident, which the gaming industry equity analyst David Katz estimates cost it between $4.2 million and $8.4 million in revenue per day. In an update posted on X, formerly Twitter, on the 20th of September, the company said, We're pleased that all of our hotels and casinos are operating normally. Our amazing employees are ready to help guests with any intermittent issues. We thank you for your patience and look forward to welcoming you soon. However, this post is followed by numerous messages from disgruntled guests who report that the MGM Resort's website and app are still not working. To many of them, the hotel group has responded, On our website and app, you can make dining and spa reservations and explore our entertainment options. We appreciate your patience as we work to restore the hotel booking and MGM rewards functionality on those channels. As of the time of this recording, mobile check-in and digital keys are also unavailable, and many MGM employees are reporting that their accounts aren't working as normal either. Although MGM seems to have recovered from the worst of the disruption, it's not yet known how much data the attackers have exfiltrated. According to Bleeping Computer, the hackers say they don't know what type of data they stole from MGM, but promise to extract relevant information and share it online unless they reach an agreement with MGM. However, any ransom demand is likely to be high. The attack occurred only weeks after another hotel and casino company, Caesars Entertainment, paid a ransom of several million dollars to Scattered Spider to resolve a similar attack. A member of Microsoft's AI research division has accidentally leaked 38 terabytes of data via a misconfigured storage bucket. Researchers from the cloud security company Wiz.io found the Microsoft employee had shared a URL for the Azure storage bucket in a public GitHub repository whose purpose is to provide open source code and AI models for image recognition. However, the bucket was configured to grant permissions on the entire storage account, not just the open source models, thereby exposing 38 terabytes of additional data by mistake, including employees' personal computer backups and over 30,000 Teams messages from 359 Microsoft employees. No customer data was involved. The error was caused by the use of an over-permissive SAS or Shared Access Signature token for the storage account. SAS tokens work by allowing you to create shareable links that grant access to Azure storage data. The access level is determined by the user, with permissions ranging from read-only to full control, and the scope can be either a single file, a container, or an entire storage account. While this provides a useful range of access options, it can mean that if the token is misconfigured, full permissions on an account can be mistakenly granted, as happened in this incident. 
Microsoft explains that there was no security issue or vulnerability within Azure Storage or the SAS token feature. However, it was making ongoing improvements to further harden the SAS token feature and continue to evaluate the service to bolster its secure by default posture. If your organization uses SAS tokens to share URLs, it's important to take precautions. Azure Storage recommends applying the principle of least privilege, limiting permissions to those needed by the application and limiting the scope to the smallest set of resources required, using short-lived SAS URLs that have a short expiration time, ideally of one hour or less, handling SAS tokens carefully and sharing them only with those who need access to the storage account, having a revocation plan so you can withdraw access to the container, either by using a stored access policy or rotating the storage account keys if an SAS token or shared key is leaked, and monitoring and auditing your application to track how requests to the storage account are authorised. The International Criminal Court in The Hague has reported that it fell victim to a cyber attack last week, with hackers gaining access to a large number of sensitive documents. In a short statement released via X on Tuesday, the ICC said, At the end of last week, the International Criminal Court's services detected anomalous activity affecting its information systems. Immediate measures were adopted to respond to this cybersecurity incident and to mitigate its impact. Additional response and security measures are now ongoing with the assistance of the host country authorities. It continued, Looking forward, the court will be building on existing work presently underway to strengthen its cybersecurity framework, including accelerating its use of cloud technology. In this context, support from states, parties and stakeholders remain critical to further enhance institutional resilience under challenging circumstances. The court will not be providing further information in relation to this incident at present. The court, which tries individuals for genocide, war crimes, crimes against humanity and aggression, holds some extremely sensitive data indeed. According to Reuters, ICC prosecutors are currently conducting 17 investigations into situations in Ukraine, Uganda, Venezuela, Afghanistan and the Philippines, among others. And in March, the court issued an arrest warrant for the Russian President Vladimir Putin and the Commissioner for Children's Rights Maria Lvova-Belova for illegally deporting children from orphanages and care homes in Ukraine to the Russian Federation where they've allegedly been put up for adoption, acts that are designated war crimes. Russia denies the court's jurisdiction. Only last month, ICC prosecutor Karim Khan wrote in a foreign policy analytics report that the increasing intensity and frequency of cyber operations also highlight the importance of developing and improving the ICC's own operational practices. This includes ensuring that the ICC is adequately defended against cyber operations. Disinformation, destruction and the alteration of data and the leaking of confidential information may obstruct the administration of justice at the ICC and, as such, constitute crimes within the ICC. ICC's jurisdiction that might be investigated or prosecuted, but prevention remains better than cure. That was the news, and that's it for this time. We'll be back in a fortnight, but until then you can get in touch with us either by leaving a comment on the blog or via Twitter at ITGovPod, that's my account, or at ITGovernance. Our archive is on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can find everything you need to implement and maintain cybersecurity defence in depth on our website, itgovernance.co.uk. Thank you.